many jobs that have interesting clientele or interactions with nature that may be dangerous. Occupational uh, hazards are to be expected. We explore one such case with I run a hotel. In the winter, terror comes to stay. And so we begin. Clothes season. It's the pits. I run a small hotel. I used to run it with my wife, but she left me because of her drinking. She didn't go that far. I see her at the local bar sometimes, sitting alone, hunched over a bottle. Sometimes with her arm around another stranger. It hurts. It just hurts seeing her that way. But there's nothing I can do. Believe me, I tried. Now all I can do is try to keep busy and not think. Busy is easy during the summer. This is a tourist town. We are surrounded by a verdant forest overlooked by awe-inspiring mountains. The stresses of the hustle and bustle of the city are eased away by the beauty and serenity that greets you in every direction that you look. There are thousands of visitors here over the summer, and I'm fully booked and run off, pretty much run off my feet. Come autumn, though, and the flow of tourists slows to a trickle. The first bite of cold swirls, winds through the streets, and encourages any left to pack up and leave. Soon, after the snows come down and the road becomes impassable until next spring, nature rules here, and as she has did so across all of the whole continents, we cannot argue. Just make sure that we are stocked up on essential supplies, our food and water and beer and gasoline for the generators. I have a generator around the side of the hotel. It's relatively new, reliable, and I finished thoroughly cleaning and checking before I lock up the hotel for the winter. The summer on memory. I try to make the most of this transformed town. On an early December day, I stand in the street outside my hotel just as it's going dark and listen to the near silence. There are 20 of us who can see out in the winter and everyone else indoors. There's no traffic on the road. The only sound I can hear is my generator purring efficiently and the birds settling down to nest for the night. I try to savor the tranquility while it lasts. I breathe deep and take in the crisp, clean air. It is the in the air that there's the first inkling. There is a smell. Slight at first, so slight you might think you were imagining it. But then it hits you. The smell of meat has gone bad. Then there is a murmuring. Voices approaching. My fellow residents will be aware of this as well. The lights in their homes click off one by one, leaving each darkness behind drawn curtains. Only the streetlights remain. The birds have fallen silent. My heart is beating faster by now. It is cold outside, but colder deep within me. I'll never get used to that fear that comes with this moment, or the terror that will linger for the months to come. The first of them appear. There are holes in their clothes through which you can see the holes in their skin and the bones below. There's an urgency to their shuffling gait, and soon they are congregating around the streetlights. Their faces turned up to them, their hands reaching out. I step silently as I can, to get back to the hotel and extinguish the lights inside. I walk along now dark corridors and swing open the doors to the largest room in the hotel. Go inside and flick a switch. I did not close the front door of the hotel behind me and within minutes I can smell them and hear their murmuring. I make my way back to the far end of the room, wait by the smaller door there, holding it open, ready to flee. They file in, begin to fill the room until there are a hundred or more all crammed in and they stand there gazing upwards, hands raised in a kind of reverie, some sway and some jerk and twitch. The object of their attention, the thing that has drawn them here, the disco ball in the center of the ballroom ceiling, it spins casting out glittering light 
bathing the room in spectacles of red, green, blue, silver. They are transfixed. I make my exit and hurry up to the second floor, which I've only I have once again converted for the winter months into a compound. I have supplies and chemical toilets and doors reinforced with steel and bolted firm. They come every winter and they stay. As long as the generator keeps going and the disco ball keeps spinning. Why do we put up with it? Why do we stay? Speaking for myself, for my wife, for the hope that she'll come back to me. Because in early March a day will come when I can see the snow melting and I'll crack open my window and feel the fresh air on my face. And I will hear those birds singing again. It's then that I know it's safe to leave my second floor compound and I'll walk down through the hotel. There's usually a little damage, scrape marks on the walls. These can be painted over. Cracked window panes, easy to replace. I head into the ballroom and look through the open doors. The disco ball is still. The generators run out of fuel and the room is empty. They have left us until next winter. I go and get my long broom and begin to sweep the ballroom floor. I sweep it all up and put it in a hole. And when, the next few weeks, I drive down to the neighboring town and when I've loaded up the fresh supplies, preparing for the first guest of the year, I will pay a visit to the pawn shop. And I'll empty out my hold all and cash in my findings. Two dented coins, the rings, pendants, and bracelets and gold teeth, the things it left behind as an offering in return for a winter of sparkling light. And so we end. So this isn't one of those incredibly horrific tales. Maybe one of caution to welcome those there and accommodate, but not to intervene. This is not some whimsical story of a monster hotel where the, where the proprietor is engaged with them, but more maybe a service to the afterlife. Maybe, maybe a crossing of points where if he's not so accommodating, what hell rains down upon this town? What would happen had he not maintained this function? What happened before this function was even maintained that may have led to this being the safer of solutions during these winter months? I'm curious what you guys think, and as always, take care.